What is going on? How are you doing? It is another episode of the Down by Two podcast brought to you by the good folks over at Cryer Media. Visit Cryer.co for all things Down by Two and sports related content. Uh, also visit Indestructible MFG clothing company. Uh, visit Indestructible online and use that promo code uh, Down by Two, all one word, lowercase for 15% off your next order. And uh, with our boys over at Yup Beer as well. Visit yupbeer.com to find a location near you. Bing. There it is. Ooh, now available. I got the pills. Mm. Now available in grocery stores and beer stores across Ontario. How's it going? It's your host, Josh Elijah. Good to see you, Birdman. How you doing, baby? Good, baby. How you doing? You need to take a big pills sip. Big old swiggy poo. Um, man, I'm I'm doing great. It is October. As you know, October oh. is is one of the best times of the year for um, sports fanatics uh, like ourselves. Um, you know, baseball just in full swing. October baseball is is crazy right now. I'm not even going to get started on the Jays. We're done talking about the Jays for the rest of the year. But, man, watching, like, the Phillies just, just run through teams. Like, man, and they're giving the Braves, like, a, a, a big run yeah. for their money, too. We could definitely Cardinals. see – what the oh, hell man. is going on there? That's yeah, yeah. Crazy. I don't know. It's nuts, man. Like the um, we could see an Astros Phillies World Series repeat again. Who knows? But I mean, baseball is just the beginning of it because now we got hockey back. Hockey first week back. Oh, yeah. oh man, it's so good to get puck back into our lives. And then basketball coming up in a couple of weeks as well. Football in full swing. It's just it's a sports it's the fans' best paradise. Time of year, the best man. time of year. This and April when you get those two overlaps as yep. well. Like. Those are the two sweet spots. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, but the, you know what? This episode, we're we're gonna take things off the rails a bit here. We're we're gonna do something that we haven't really done before. Uh, I guess with a couple of our guests, we talked a little bit about pop culture and what have you. But we're going we're we're going off the deep end over here. And this is this is something that we've had on our docket that we've had to address at one point or another and that is just the global phenomenon of taylor swift and what her impact has been on not only the kansas city chiefs and and travis kelsey of course but on in, in football as a whole like this is this is it's absolutely bonkers with with what's been happening over the la over the course of the last few weeks and it's just been all over headlines and I feel like it's been about damn time that we sit down and we address all of this and actually get to the bottom of it. I don't know, Jesse. What what do you think? Is is this like for me? Like I don't like I like Taylor Swift. I like her music. I think she's cool. I don't like I don't. I don't play her all the time. Like I, I don't just sit down and right an album front to back. Like I really do appreciate. You're her. not, you're not in the top one percent Spotify <laughs> listener. <laughs> no, when right? I get my Spotify wrapped, Taylor's not going to be there. She's not I number mean, one. Like, she's. <laughs> I mean, you, you might see some, some smidgens of her, but like it's not. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's, I, I, I get like the, the, the overall craze of it. Um, but it, it's for me, it's just, 
I, and I'm more baffled as to how we actually even got here. <laughs> it's pretty it's unprecedented. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if anything like this has ever happened before. And Mm-mm. it's just really cool to see like pop culture and sports just really get put in a blender like that. And like just reg- regular people who could not give a shit about football are like, I'm a fan now. And because there, there, there is that gap between pop culture and sports a bit, but this has never been quite bridged like this before. And from two guys who know their sports and who, who chat about it on a, on a daily, weekly basis, um, we're not about to jump into those depths uh, with some of our shitty hot takes because <laughs> we do not know what we're talking about when it comes to this. And we need to get one of one of my best pals who is a diehard Swifty on this show. Um, man, I, I like it. There's not much more I can say about this chick other than I, I love her. She's amazing. Uh, she's one of my best pals. Uh, we, we have fun up at the cottage all the time. We fucking threw down at my wedding as well. Uh, Bert, like man, I, there's there's like like blurs blurred vision from my wedding. It was just such a good time, but I just have like visions of like me and you and her on the dance floor, and it was just a fucking time. Um, I I, I, I love hanging out with her. She just celebrated her birthday as well. We have so much fun together. We love talking music all the time as well. Um, and I feel like you know, especially for like maybe a little bit of a difference in age, like we definitely relate a lot and. For you as well, Jesse, you being uh, the music head that you are as well, I'm I'm sure you're going to appreciate this as well. As we're going to get to the bottom of this whole Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey romance that has taken over the world, basically. So please help me introduce my very good friend and Swifty, Jody McDonald. Jody, my homegirl, how are you? And welcome to the show. This has been in the making for quite some time. It is so oh. good to see your face on the screen here. Oh, it has been. I'm stoked to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We Taylor Swift merch. We got yes. the shirt on. Yo, red. even before the show, she was just like, yo, should I wear it? Should I wear the... the I was the, like, is it too much? I'm like, no, it's not, it's not enough. To. It's not enough. There needs to be more. I mean, I, no. I love it. You got the glass of wine on the side. We're feeling it's, ourselves. Yeah, We're doing it's good. It's no yep beer, but cheers. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, absolutely. I mean, I think I might transition over to that in a bit, too. Hmm. Now, let's 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 start we always like to start at the beginning let's let's start at the beginning when it comes to this. take it all back let's take it all back here let's take a couple steps back was born on december 13th (laughs) (laughs) is that her actual birthday yeah what year baby in 1989 and that's her next 1989 that's her that's it it's the name yeah it's a title that's the year she was born and that's the next studio album that's being re-recorded right now Oh right. damn! I, that's a month after me. So there you go. We're we're both uh, turning thirty four this year. Uh, so look at that. Yeah, we live and your Sagittarius's. Uh, I'm Scorpio. Okay, so I oh, mean, uh, oh, you just missed the cut. I, yeah, right, right, right. I did. Uh, yeah, November twelfth. I I definitely missed the cut. But yeah, she's that's two days after uh, Amanda's birthday. So how about that? Ooh. Look at there. Um, but let's let's when I say let's take it back, like. I feel like things have just gone out of control and like, maybe you can, maybe you can explain what the buildup has been to all of this because she's been a global phenomenon for quite some time. We all remember Kanye and his outbursts as well. Like, I mean, I feel like that almost signified the beginning of, of Taylor really kind of blowing up at that point, believe it or not, because now it's gotten to the point where like I, me living in London, Ontario, one of the bigger uh, music venues here is London music hall. And they have specific Taylor Swift shows that oh. are just 
DJs or a fucking Swifty with an iPod plugged in <laughs> and just playing Taylor Swift songs and it oh, sold I've out. And they all, you've been to one. Oh my God. How are they? Like, that is, that is bonkers. Is to it me. full capacity yes. for one of these? It's full capacity. And everyone just sings these songs. There was it a group, so it's called it's called the Taylor Swift like dance party. And these were the people who originally coined it. It was a group of people, and they actually were like all of the tickets were like going to charity. And they started it and it became a phenomenon. Like they started doing it through Ontario, where they would literally just create these events. And it was shortly after COVID, so everyone was dying to get out there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We started these events where it was just like Josh said, it was just a DJ who was playing all of her big hits. So, and so it just started off with Taylor Swift, right? Like it, it, there's not any other artists that they were doing. It was no, just it Taylor. was these Taylor Swift dance parties, and they were okay. being sold out everywhere. Um, and now, On now like, all sorts of bars are doing it. Like Sneaky D's has like constant T Swift events. Like oh all my God. bars are doing it now around Toronto, and yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Because I, I I wonder like I don't think there's any other artists that could actually you know have the capacity to do something yeah like, like you could have like a drake night or something but i just right. that would be lame as fuck yeah dude. it just doesn't have the same appeal Toronto, to it Toronto some will do that sometimes too like beyonce nights drake nights but like this like taylor nights like everyone's there i was gonna go to a boat party a taylor swift boat party last oh. month and they like people jump on a boat and just dance to taylor all like all night long <laughs> <laughs> yeah you definitely Sounds couldn't have that couldn't lie. have that for for Drake though, man. You just have a bunch of dorky sleeping. Toronto mandems, just a bunch of oh, white guys yeah. dro <laughs> dropping the end bomb. Oh man, like <laughs> it oh, would suck. <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, what what has kind of put everything into this trajectory that's that's become Taylor Swift? Because Jesse and I were talking about this, but uh, what, what were you saying, Jesse? Because it seems like taylor is like supporting the american economy yeah yeah i heard i heard something about like she's she's basically like her own gross domestic product uh, in the united states and her tour actually helped the u.s avoid somewhat of a worse recession i don't know if there's any truth to that do you do you know more about that she's like an economic leader like yeah <laughs> No, yes seriously. it's for real i know yeah. it's they're crazy to say each but one yes. of her shows they're comparing to a super bowl because you have to take uh, in there like you have you have arena shows and you have stadium shows stadium shows are a whole different ball game we're talking like air canada center versus rogers center oh yeah it's like the magnitude of those things are completely different to be able to do first of all a stadium tour is like a feat in itself but to be able to do a stadium tour and sell out every single show is fucked. That's just mm -hmm. fucked. And like, oh, and like, not even just sell out. Like I, so I was lucky enough as a Canadian Swifty to go to the Detroit show at Ford Field. And this just happened because I signed up for the pre-sale code mm -hmm. and I signed up with my Ticketmaster account and my mother's. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're you're savage when it comes to this too. Like you you got this shit figured out to a science. I was like, let's just like see what happens. You sure gotta enough, finesse the system a bit. Mm -hmm. Right. My mom, my mom's account got the code, and I was like, this is a sign. Like, I just felt something in my bones. I'm like, this is a yeah. sign. 
there were like thousands of like American Swifties who didn't get codes who were like ride or dies. And I'm like, I got a code, like, let's just like see what happens. And that day it was truly was, she has a song called the great war. It was the great war. It was (laughs) madness. And I'm a concert connoisseur. I know how to, I know what to do. Like you hooked us up with our blink tickets, man. Like, Oh, like I'm in the queue, baby. You know your shit. I fight those Ticketmaster bots. I know. And it was genuinely, I had, I, and a lot of people can relate to this. I had buyer's remorse after buying my tickets because it was such a stressful, um, it it was like, it went over the span of like five hours of my day. It was a whole thing, Mm -hmm. but long story short, because this will will be a whole other story. story (laughs) When I ended up getting tickets finally in my cart, it was almost just like, you've gone through all of this, like just buy them. And afterwards I'm like, Oh fuck! Like, what did I just do? Like, did I did I spend a bit too much on these? But now looking back, like, no one knew that after that presale that all the tickets had sold out during that presale. So that is like that's what happened, right? Like, yeah, they, everyone who didn't get a presale code was waiting for that general on sale public sale, and Ticketmaster was like, "Oops, all the tickets are gone," and it was absolute madness. Like, oh it just, yeah. It was insane. Like, so I am like, now I look back and I'm like, I would pay even, I would pay double to go. So I'm really, I'm really happy I went and like, I'm not going to see her in Canada. So if you don't mind me asking how, what was the price tag of that? Because I know right now, like a, a Taylor Swift ticket doesn't go for anything less than a thousand dollars. So it was, or... so it was about 700 US dollars for the pair. So I got, I got one for myself. Oh, and oh. Best friend. So that bad. I know, but back then, like, because now we know what it, what it is, right? But, like, at that time, Inflation. that was like, the very beginning of this. Like, no one, like, we hadn't seen any of this yet. We had, like, this was mm-hmm. the very beginning. This was the U.S. leg. So, again, like, when I first bought them, because we, and we actually, we were at the very first row in the 100s, but we had an obstructed view because we were at the very side, like, the most side mm-hmm. of the side you could be. Like, we could see the back of the stage. But what was really special was she makes sure that everyone at her concert can see her. So she actually came right down to like the very side multiple times and would just like wave to us and she'd be like right in front of it. It was awesome. It was great. Oh, that is sick. So I guess what has led then for her to be to blown up like beyond any sort of imaginable reach like like it's like because of the showmanship, I would say, and just what an amazing person she is and And the catalog the catalog amazing there's, amazing music as well but like so yeah she's there's surpassed not, like there's not sick. there's like, not one, crazy yeah there's not like one reason right like and i wouldn't i don't want to say that this is something that happened overnight because it's not it's been it's been happening for years oh yeah um the biggest thing about taylor is that she writes her own music which like mm-hmm. literally the only other like pop artist that i can think of right now who does that is mariah carey and Taylor writes all of her own songs. Half of those are just Christmas so... songs. <laughs> <laughs> we love our Christmas queen. They still yeah. count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That counts. <laughs> she's about gone. to. She's the, she's about to come back out of the ocean right now. For I was going to say she's <laughs> she's thawing. She's thawing. Yeah. Um. Oh. Anyways, but yeah. So like, ta- I don't know. Taylor is one of those artists that like. You, we all we've all been there. We've all had diehard artists that we've like or mm. bands that like we've listened to who as time goes on like their music gets worse right yeah she it's it's insane because basically what i think what the one thing so she had her whole drama with kanye 
that had a lot to do with like cancel culture bandwagoning like i think a lot of people just like like low-key just wanted a reason to hate her and then this came out and it was like cancel blah blah she came back from that she made an entire album about it reputation that was like her bad bitch era that was a whole slay but Mm, fast forward fast forward to covid this is when things really took a turn. She came out with two sister albums called um, Folklore and Evermore. And these were two albums that we've never really seen from her. They were really just like low key, like sad and like slow paced, like just like, just but like amazing. Like mm-hmm. some of her best written work are in these albums. Like she is a poet in her lyrics. Like it's insane. And a lot of people, who never listened to her before just really started enjoying her during this time. Like some people to this day say that Folklore and Evermore are like their favorite albums by her. And at this point, this was her eighth and ninth studio album, which is crazy because like you wouldn't expect that from an artist who's been here for so long and has done kind of every genre, right? Like she started off in honky tonk, then delved straight into pop, you know? So like she's she's kind of, she really has, So that was kind of like the beginning of everyone kind of being like, okay, like all like the haters that she might've still had or whatever were kind of like nowhere to be found. And like everyone was starting to really enjoy her. And then I don't know, like when she went to release Midnight's, like it just felt like everyone was on board with her again. And I know like even friends of mine who have never listened to her when Midnight's came out, everyone just loved the album across the board like and it got people saying like i want to go to the eras tour because of this and it just became this huge phenomenon she's a genius in that she cares so much about her fans she does so many little things for her Mm -hmm. fans that no other artist does um she loves doing her easter eggs which are little hints that she um throws out before releasing an album it gets like it you feel like you're part of the going yeah you're trying to like solve this like puzzle you guys are all in it together no one else i know like really does that and even leading up to midnight's um she had this little segment called midnight's um mayhem and she would um once a week go on Instagram and post a video of her answering a phone and she would like say a new title track from the album. Right. And, yeah. Know, it was just like insane. Like there, it was just, there was so much anticipation and she had Lana Del Rey on the album, which like, yeah. We've all been waiting oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I guess just that inclusive factor as well, just has everyone, um, you know, oh, yeah. hanging off every, every word or every second waiting for that new album to drop. And the, the anticipation builds up and it's, uh, that's special because you know not a lot of artists have that kind of reach to their fans and actually care as much as 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 she does which i mean i i totally i totally see that like it's I'm, it's it's of, totally blown up to what it is today absolutely and then just the second point i'll touch on is her re-recordings and for anyone who doesn't know um She's basically taking the power back because the rights to her music were stolen from her. Yes. And she writes her all of her own music. So one day she thought, fuck it. If I could record them once, I can record them again. So she's basically taking every album of hers um, before Lover and onwards um, and re-recording every single one. And it's so special for Swifties yeah. because... With each album that she's dropping, there are about 
five to seven songs of each album that she wrote during that time. And um, she didn't get to release because she had to have a cap on how many were on the album, but they were, they were songs that she recorded and like had in the vaults. Mm-hmm. So vault. Wow. And she's now with each album she's re-releasing, releasing these vault tracks. And like, as a Swifty who like, so cool. I can pinpoint yeah. every place I was growing up, like, during these times like her speak now album like my seventh mm. grade i remember who i dedicated those songs to like you get so nostalgic and to have a piece of that time come back and like new music we it's brought new. into yeah it's so special it's so special and i think that's another huge reason that she's just blown up because like these re-records for um her one album red a fan favorite for years and years and years is a song that she has called All Too Well. It's my favorite song. And she had always hinted to her fans that there was a longer version of this that she never released because it was far too long. And yeah. in the re-recording, she released a 10-minute version to this song, 10 whole minutes. And it's like, yeah, she just she does she does yeah. so much for her fans and it's it's insane. Well, I mean, absolutely. It definitely shows. Jesse. That's uh no, I was just gonna say like. Uh, there's a lot of bands that I listen to and, you know, uh, maybe, maybe they have an album that came out when I was in high school, for example, and I always look back on it and I'm like, man, if only they could have re-recorded that and made it sound like, you know, like modern recording standards today, you know, how good would that have sound or, you know, to the fact that you would get these bonus tracks that were actually written in that time period that you never got to hear and now completely now you get it plus yeah plus that new recording that's like i don't know that as a a musician and someone that listens to music like religiously there's like there's so many there's so many albums i can go back to and be like man i wish i had that you know right absolutely really cool now we we move on to the era that's taken it's taken a whole it's a whole beast of itself and it's kind of what we've tied into here is now the the relationship that is sparked between taylor and travis kelsey of the of the kansas city chiefs um and you know what let's just start off with the argument did taylor swift put travis kelsey on the map and i love it because you know what for for football guys for, for guys who love their football and, you know, even Chiefs fans and sports fans. Yeah, you know who Travis Kelsey is. But I argue, I beg to differ that, yes, she did put Travis Kelsey on the map because she just took Travis Kelsey from here all the way to fucking yeah, New like, Heights. He was already pretty famous in terms of football players. But this right. Is, this is like now you're the most famous football player and the most not famous necessarily the best. I mean, it was almost, it was like always kind of between him and Patrick Mahomes, maybe Josh Allen. I don't know. But like there, there's a couple of really Ah, popular football players. But now Travis Kelsey's just like, not only are you the most famous football player, but you're one of the most famous. Throw Tom Brady under the bus like that. I mean, active players. No, yeah. Tom Brady's way right now. Active players, yes. But in the last few years, right? Last few years, yes. Of course, Tom Brady. I mean, Travis gained he gained half a million followers on instagram in two days okay. and Travis yeah, taylor fucked. swift is an international name go anywhere in the fucking world and say who's taylor swift they'll tell you yeah like travis kelsey like i'm sorry no now now 
yeah now it's just like well, oh i know exactly well, yeah. who the fuck yeah, yeah. Exactly. and like his jersey sales have spiked everyone's ordering oh. number 87 from the kansas city chiefs with swift on the on the yeah. back of it or swifty or what have you i'm like that is nuts and like <laughs> there couldn't be a better <laughs> match when it comes to pop, pop culture and and i mean football but sports in general i we mean like travis. we love travis uh, too bad yes, his number travis... was 89 that would have been so perfect Oh right! Oh, that would have been great because no, was, yeah, yeah, that would have been, that would have been would have, gone. Maybe, cons- maybe a jer- oh man, a jersey change, a number change. Oh yeah, yeah. we definitely see that. But like, and it all started because he wanted to give his number. Something I'm a little bit foggy about it, but he wanted to give his number through a friendship bracelet or something along the lines of that. Oh Am God, I wrong? So Do I need like camp? Uh, Do I need to check my no. facts on that? Am I off? I don't know. You're correct, but it's one of the big things that was part of um, the Taylor Swift Eras tour. Everyone makes friendship bracelets um, and trades them at the concert. Um, it's actually like one of the most fun things about the concert. It's like I love that. Movies. That's adorable. And uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. Like when we went, like and everyone's in on it. Like it's just it's so fun. Um, so that's like a big thing. So yes, you were correct, Travis Kelsey. Put his phone number in beads on a friendship bracelet and tried to give it to Taylor at the um, at the show he was at at Arrowhead, but he didn't end up getting to see her. So then he shot his shot. He was talking about her on his podcast that he has with his brother, yeah. which is actually yeah, adorable. Yeah. I've watched some clips of it. Love that. Yeah, it's great. And so this is where the conspiracies are, and there's nothing to prove it, but a little, Ooh, I love it. Let's go. A lot of Swifties like to say that they had been canoodling in private far before we first saw them together at that Chiefs game. A lot of Swifties like to say that. Um, Pre or post friendship bracelet uh, discussion on the podcast. See, there's some about no. Um, post but then some people even think pre some people think that they've like gone on dates like way before that but there's There's no been some backdoor canoodling (laughs) honestly i feel i feel like yes i feel like there's no way the first time that they like no was not was not that game i think they definitely had some low-key canoodling in the back (laughs) some low-key canoods um man i like it, it, it makes sense because they are probably within the same circle of when it comes to like I, I just for lack of better words Hollywood or just when it comes mm-hmm. to famous people in that realm, mm-hmm. so it's like they they can definitely find themselves in the same uh, room, right? So I mean, it's not too yeah. Far you don't hang out with normal people, but I don't like I just that's the thing. I don't think that like all of a sudden Travis Kelsey just showed up on Taylor Swift's radar because of his podcast with his brother Jason. Yeah, you like, think she was like tuning in on Spotify one day just. Or someone sent it to her, and then she and then she started creeping Travis, and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, he's kind of cute. And the next thing you know, they're an item. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it would have to be post friendship bracelet, but I definitely think that there was some meetups before that game, like that initial game. Um, but I will like I'll say like Taylor Swift is really good at being private. She always has been. When she goes out, she wants you to know she's out. It's for a reason. She wants to be seen, and a lot of her songs will reference. Nights that's that why she's in the booth with with Travis's around. mom yeah and yeah, that was I mean, really cute we honestly love that that was like yeah. that was really cute yeah so do you see i mean 
I mean, the game's going on right now, and I can't wait to tune in to see if she's actually at the game right now. By the time this is released, it'll be on the Friday. But she's is she actually at the game right now as we're recording this podcast on I a believe Thursday night? So. Yeah, I think she is. Everyone said she was going to be there. So, so now this is a thing. Like she has to be at every single game. Uh, home. She's or with his away. mom, apparently. Well, he yeah. was supposed. He was actually. So she has just come out um, with the Eras Tour movie um it's basically Mm -hmm. like the cinematic experience and like i'm 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 going tomorrow i'm very excited oh sick yesterday was the premiere in the states and he was actually supposed to join her um on the red carpet it was going to be their red carpet debut oh because of his practices he wasn't able to fly out but he ended up getting her a twenty five hundred dollar bouquet of flowers and apparently a very sappy note, sources say. So Sources say. He said it was very sappy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm really sad. We didn't Like, whatever. Slay still. Um, oh, man. We're going to have to get you on the network as our beat reporter for all of this. Like, this is, <laughs> yeah. Sources say. Well, I need confirmed sources, sources Jody. Yeah. We can't just be running our mouths here on the no, Jamboy Two podcast. Guys, sources. Yeah, I say no, sources blame. say. Like, the Swifties, like. The, apparently the the Kansas City Swifties are like iconic because like they mm. actually give, the Kansas City Swifties. They give, <laughs> love they give, they give tea, but they like back it up correctly. Like all of like the little drama outlets are like, we are loving the Kansas City Swifties. Like apparently there was a night, um, they think that they were together the night of Travis's birthday because everyone speculated that they weren't, but apparently someone had gone to pick up a pizza a pizza joint and they said we have no more dough and later to find out that apparently taylor um bought all the pizzas from there that night i again i'm not sure but (laughs) i like to believe this is all true i love i like i'm just gonna go with it like man that's crazy do you think like this the the kansas city swifties uh were they already a popular group before all this and this has just put them as like the like the number one group of swifties probably absolutely and that they're probably sense. loving it they're probably oh, yeah. it up like if i oh, if, like, they're going out for late night drives just to, yeah. trying, to, trying to find something some sort of juicy info yeah. and anyone they're their own paparazzi <laughs> that's exactly. nuts man um before we transition to our our next segment uh, and our final sort of segment, um, which I'm very very excited about, we're doing something for the very first time on the show, and I, it's gonna be wild. I'm not sure. It's like it's it's gonna be nuts. Uh, but do we have any any final thoughts on all of this? Obviously, as a Swifty and 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 uh, Swifties throughout the world, they're happy about this relationship. All in all, yeah. Where it, does it go from here? Where does it you go know? from here? Okay, I love it. Here's the thing. Yes. When the Eras tour had started, she was still dating Joe Alwyn, which was her ex-boyfriend. It was Joe Alwyn. He's a really, um, he's actually been in, in some like Academy Award winning movies. But anyways, oh. he's an actor. He's a British actor. He's like from the UK. Um, it was her longest relationship. They were together for seven years. And like, four albums that she's written are about him. And like, it's just, it's wild because like we as Swifties, we just want her to be happy. And we love this relationship. They broke up during the beginning of this US tour. And a big reason, well, and the speculation is that like, he couldn't handle it, right? And the thing with Taylor, and she actually has a song about this, it's called Peace. And she talks about this quite frequently is that her biggest struggle in relationships is knowing that is is what she can do in the relationship enough 
if they will never have peace because what goes what comes with dating taylor swift comes with you being in the tabloids you constantly being talked about you being paparazzi like it's a huge thing and she knows that she tries everything in her power to make it not be that elephant in the room but like will is that enough like is her is who she is enough and for joe i don't think it was which is like heartbreaking because i think it was truly the first time that she had her heart broken mm. like you know someone like well no i shouldn't say that she's been broken up with a million times but like it was her longest relationship <laughs> just listen to any one of her songs yeah <laughs> and but what's like what's crazy is that like i don't know i just i just think travis he even had this interview someone was asking him about it and he's like he's like this is what it comes with this is what he's like taylor's incredible and that's what it comes with like and I just feel like he's down for it. And that's why we're just mm. so down for this. It just, no matter what it is, if it's just a fling, if it's just for now, it seems really fun. It seems yeah. really excited. She has a huge smile on her face and that's all Swifties can want. And he's sexy. Oh, man. Like, let's get it. Like, <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. oh, oh, so good together. <laughs> I like, mean. Like, it's, it's iconic. Like, she was just literally doing her own show in this exact same like stadium and now he's like i love like the juxtaposition like it's and so that's cool. that's why it works because he's yeah. so used to center stage he's used yeah. to the biggest platform when it comes to sports and mm-hmm. he's won multiple super bowls and it's he's also used to the scrutiny and and being and being criticized oh, by the being media an athlete and he's, is so hard in that regard. it's really? so tough so I completely it's it's almost like it just works and he's already made a couple breaks in Hollywood as well and he wants to pick up his acting career and it's just sort of like this just all kind of works together so well because it's just, just bringing the best of all the different worlds together and forming this absolutely unstoppable super couple like I love that they can be the biggest cheerleaders like I don't know yeah, I just that's think it's so fun. true like and she's I don't know like yeah, I, crack I, here. My goodness. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for Travis and Taylor. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool. As are we, as everyone here on the on the Damn I Do podcast. We we're, thing, we're all for it, man. It's great. Last thing I want to say. Mm-hmm. Everyone's also saying this might even solve world peace because who loves football? Straight men. Who loves Taylor Swift? The girlies and the gays. We're all coming <laughs> together now, baby. Okay. <laughs> We're coming together. Kumbaya. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go, world peace. I, I love it. It's uh, you know what? It's it's definitely it's it's bridged a huge gap as well. And you know what? Like if 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 we can that's one thing that we've always tried to preach on this show as well, is that we want to be able to make sports entertaining for literally everyone. And this is exactly what we've preached. It, it, it this is just completely entertaining not only for us sports nuts but for everyone else alike so i mean it's uh it, it, it truly is it's it's crazy and it's not surprising that it's completely swept the world uh it's a global phenomenon and we're we're all here for it um uh, and you uh, just i guess a, a weird segment or a segue into our next segment is talking about how hot travis kelsey is we have <laughs> Listeners, viewers, we've come up with a crazy concept um, for for this show. Uh, Jesse Bird, myself, we are we are big into fantasy sports. We have multiple oh, yeah. leagues and multiple different types of sports. And the most exciting thing about the fantasy year is draft day. 
And for those of you who may be listening to this who don't know what a fantasy draft is or a fantasy sports team, it is where you get to pick your favorite players from across the league, different players uh, that might perform better than others across the league. And you try and put together your best fantasy team of any of the players that are available in the league, whether it's football, basketball, hockey, what have you, you, you try to construct the best possible team of all of your fantasy players and act as the general manager of your own team. We're going to recreate that here, but instead of going by talent, we're strictly going off of looks. Uh, and this is all being orchestrated by our wonderful guest, Jody McDonald. Uh, as, as we man, many cottage nights that we've had uh, just, you know, having a couple drinks, uh, shooting the shit where we, we got into Googling all of like, like, like football players and, and how attractive they were. And there were guys that were like, uh, that were like, Oh, what about this guy? What about, what about this player? And then Jody be like, ew, it's like, you don't even fucking know me. Like this guy is not attractive <laughs> to me at all. And I'd be like, well, what about this guy? And then you're like, yes, Josh, this is what I'm fucking talking about. I'm like, we need to make a segment about the hottest players in football. And it's all going to be drafted based off their looks. And we're putting together our fantasy team. And then for you sports nuts out there as well, and any sports fans that do fantasy football or do fantasy sports, you can see how good our team might be that we actually construct. But it's only based off looks. It is not based on talent. So I am very, very intrigued to see what players that you've come up with and how their looks actually match up with their play on the field. And what we've done here is that we have uh, created uh, Jesse. I don't know if you have the uh, have the board that's actually ready for us here, um, and we'll be constructing this as this goes along. But we also need to share our Google screen as well. But what we're doing is uh, going to be able to Google all of the players that you are going to mention. We're going to fill in each position and uh, and then create our hot or hot football player fantasy board. Um, so here we have. Should I bring it up? Are you gonna bring, bring it up? up? Let's let, let's bring yeah. You bring it up. Yeah, okay. you're, you're gonna. We got it right here. Oh my god! Boom! Got it right here. So we're gonna we're gonna plug in everything, but we want also oh. want to be able to Google the players live as well, uh, and be able to uh, fill them in. We're we're keeping things pretty basic. All right. So anybody who's a fantasy football nerd that's just like oh you need yeah, this is no Photoshop kicker. either. So yeah, this, this yeah we're just on. doing the shit on the fly. We're doing two wide receivers, two running backs. And then a tight end and a quarterback. We're not fucking around with defenses or or kickers or anything like that. We're just gonna we're gonna put those and then a couple honorable mentions or bench players that didn't quite make the cut into the starting lineup. Yeah, we only got room for a couple. Oh. <laughs> Yo, and look at the research. We got look a half the please. league. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say Bro. this. I'm I'm just a girl who knows nothing about football. Yes. Every year, every year I watch um the halftime show, and that's like when I get like tea about the players like last year yeah, when yeah. travis kelsey was playing that's the first time i ever saw him because i was watching the halftime show with my and like my guy friends were watching the show i dm'd him it was really <laughs> <laughs> i said good luck yeah because he's oh, gonna check that uh, in the middle of the super yeah, bowl <laughs> for sure I'm, I'm weird like that i dm like every male celebrity that i'm into it's like shoot your shot he shot his shot with taylor well, anyway. it was funny because some of the players that I was bringing to you that one night when we were having a few drinks and, oh. and trying to figure out who the hottest players were in the NFL, you were just like, mm, that name rings a bell. And then you looked him up on Instagram and you're like, oh, shit, I already sent him a DM. Yeah, you're you're dead on with that. So <laughs> I I, I'm, I'm interested to her. see how this all breaks down. Um, it's, this is going to be and this is going to be hilarious. Honorable mention before this all starts, the only football player that I've ever given a fuck about through since I watched this one game years ago, Richard Sherman, wherever you are, I know that you're married. He's in the booth now. You. He's in the booth. 
<laughs> I love you. He's in broadcasting now. That's uh, yeah, Shermie. Yeah, that's 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 your boo. That's your guy. Okay. Richard Sherman. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna we're doing active players and bird. Just so you know, I actually sent her a breakdown of like the top fantasy players by fantasy pros to to jody so that she knew like who some of like the top guys because like we don't want her going after scrubs right we want these guys to be somewhat talented so we're gonna right. start okay. off with we're starting off with a couple wide receivers and you got two slots to fill in for the wide receiver and we all know the very first one we're going with the wide receiver one from the seattle seahawks mr dk, DK metcalf, metcalf. <laughs> let's go is. Bring him up. There he is. Look oh, at the baby. <laughs> that, that is, no, that is far beyond. Uh, is that is that the best photo or how we feel like, about this one? Oh my oh. god. No, I like that. I like that one. Oh my god. <laughs> no, the one the one without the shirt. Yo, you know what his diet is Who's too? It's absolutely oh, I don't know. Oh, who is that? Oh, who knows? I went somewhere. Anyways. Um, um his diet he's on a steady diet of candy like it's absolutely nuts that he like still really? looks like that yeah the guy just oh, doesn't eat anything go. else but candy <laughs> is that the one i think that's that's gotta be the one <laughs> is that dk yeah that's, okay. that's dk baby oh, <laughs> you know those those uh chess pieces whenever you see them there i think you yeah. him too <laughs> Have I All right, throw throw him in wide receiver one, and that's the only one that I knew for sure, because uh, I've thrown a lot at you before in the past, and so throw him into uh, throw him into the chart. Oh, uh, we're going, going with in. wide receiver number two, and uh, I'm very I'm very interested. We all know DK, that's your that's your guy, uh, and not to mention as well, what we're going to do with our betting segment as well is that we're going to pick a couple of uh, of Jody's picks here and actually just place money on them to score touchdowns this weekend. We would have done Travis Kelsey, but he's playing right now. So we're going to play some for Sunday. Jody, let's we're going to throw down some money for you too. And we're going to win a couple bucks based on your studs. Um, so yeah, let's, let's move on to wide receiver number two. I'm very intrigued to see what you got going on here. CD lamb. CD oh. lamb. Oh, CD. How do you spell yeah. that? C E D E E Lamb. Yeah, you know what? I mean, he's wide receiver one. Get? How many benches you, do I get per? We'll start with two, and then you can do a couple more honorable. Two? I yeah, we'll we'll start honest, with two. We'll start with two. The, the Show tight up ends. The tight ends were the hardest. I have like eighteen. Yeah, there's there's a few fugly ones, man. No, there. I think <laughs> the tight ends were the hottest. I have. Oh really? Uh, I have the most oh. names down for tight ends. Oh man, there's some there's some tough tight ends out there. Okay, like, so I just love. Oh, here's a good one. Talk to us about CD Lamb here. Let's 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 get to the tight ends when we get to them. Uh, yeah, that's, that's your guy. Hey, CD Lamb. Yeah. yeah, he's wide receiver one right now. They're actually kind of using him more as a wide receiver three. They're not really using him to the fullest of his capability. It's also because their quarterback Dak Prescott sucks and uh, is not facilitating him and not giving him the ball as much as he should. Uh, anytime that they have to face a pretty decent defense, you know, Dak runs into a bit of issues and then a few interceptions. So it's uh, honestly, I don't think Dak is it. I think the Cowboys suck, but CD lamb is a stud. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure, I guess he's good looking. <laughs> oh, mean, here we go. What, what about, oh, oh there you go. Oh. <laughs> it's a little blurry, but yeah, that's a good his one. Cheeky, his cheeky little smile and his hair just really do it for me. 
It's I was his also, cheeky smile. Is that what it I is? Looked, his cheeky little smile. I looked up all of their Instagrams too. Oh my gosh. Like he's so fucking, oh my God. I love him. <laughs> Yo, that, that, that was have to be veneers. That can't be. They have yeah, to be. That's fine. That that's can't be real tea. Totally yeah, right. yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Taylor Swift. Um, those teeth are those teeth are too perfect. I like that one. That should definitely be the go-to picture. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. What's, the one? What's the What's one this? right below? This one? Yeah. This one? Yeah. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple oh, Podcasts or have you, this will give you quality. this will give you yeah, a chance no. to be able to Google along with us as well. What's that topless one? <laughs> this one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why are they all so blurry? Okay, just do the OG uh, one. I liked, yeah, I liked the, OG the OG one. one. The OG, OG one. one. Okay. It was a nice shoot. It was a nice shoot. Yo, there's a hilarious video. I got to send it to you later, Jody, of him on draft day and his girl trying to take his phone from him and he wouldn't let her. <laughs> it's just like, bitch, get your hands off my phone. It is too funny. Um, so what team is he on? He's on the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, slay. Okay. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> nobody nobody likes Dallas except for apparently you now. So there you go. Save a horse. <laughs> Yo, so so uh dk metcalf and cd lamb very good picks for your wide receiver one and two now we're moving over to running back what do you got give us give us your rb1 is it who i think it is no oh okay he, he's in here but he's my second but like here's my first wait austin this is your first Austin yeah. Eckler. Okay, let's go. Man, yeah. he is he is like without a doubt, he is like when healthy, he is probably number two or three off the board if you get to pick a football player uh, to so start handsome. running back. He a handsome devil and his stats are fucking handsome too. I'll say that. They are I love uh, I love he's currently time. injured. He's currently injured right now, and he needs to figure his shit out because he's not played much this year. Ooh. But yeah, he is uh uh on the yeah these on the la chargers they are looking they're looking decent they've had some tough matchups to start the year but um they're they're figuring things out and once austin eckler comes back to full strength um watch out i mean uh they they uh he's definitely their biggest offensive weapon that they have aside from keenan allen as well but yeah he's their running back one he is so dynamic of a player um he's so big how's this one Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love Yo, what is up with these crop tops? Man. I love crop in right now. Oh, he's juiced in that one. Look I love him. a bald head. And he's just like loves a bald head. She goes. Let's go. I love a bald head. Oh no, this is an Avif. I can't use this. Oh no. Oh can't use this picture's so good. It is. Well, maybe I'll try and upload it. We'll see what happens. I yeah. Well, good. we need a backup one just in case. Gotta find a good one here. Oh, it did work. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good? Okay, sick. Yeah, we got All it. right. RB2. Let's keep this moving. RB2. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Let's go. Okay, yeah. So RB2. How do I spell this? <laughs> S-A-Q-U-O-N. Saquon Barkley. Oh, there we go. There uh, we go. Yeah, he's been injured as well. Um, he's completely been destroying my fantasy team with his injuries. But um, yeah, I, he's he's honestly. Hello? Is this real? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hello. <laughs> Let's go. Whose man's is this? <laughs> Somebody forgot the man's. Yo. Okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Saquon. Um, brittle. He's brittle right now, man. He's he's had injury issues. Yeah, he looks uh, brittle in the past. <laughs> but man, I I need it's him as much as you do, Jody. 
I need him as much as you do. It's been uh, it's been tough sledding without him. I need him back in my lineup, um, and we need I him. Need him. So throw him, throw him. <laughs> yeah, you do need him. I need oh, him. Man. Yeah, so that was the one that was just like, oh, you should put in Saquon Barkley. You're like, that name sounds familiar. And then you looked him up on Instagram and checked the DMs, and you're like, oh, yeah, I've already messaged him like five times. Like, it's, <laughs> it's I, uh... incredible. I do Man, this. we gotta get we gotta get one of these guys on the show. We gotta get one of them, and then yes, you're definitely gonna be. A yeah, guest you'll though. be on. Oh my god, really? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'll fucking try. It's not not an easy feat to get. I was got one DK so Metcalf on my on my podcast, but yeah. Either way, we're moving along. We're going to tight ends, and this was the most difficult category for you. Um, for it was tight ends, and I mean, I'm thinking around the league. I'm like, sure, there's the obvious Travis, but then there's a there's a few others, and I'm wondering if anyone else got the lucky tight end spot in your starting lineup. Hang on, I just need to look up one thing. Okay, make sure that this is because, like, I was thinking that it was just going to be an easy chalk up to Travis, but I know that you're very particular. It is, yeah, it's it's Travis. It's Travis. Okay, so many honorable mentions though. Well, there, yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> he, Travis I mean, Scott. <laughs> no, Kelsey. <laughs> there he is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll go through the honorable mentions, but I need to, we need to pick your top two bench players that are going to be able to come off the bench for these guys. Um, so do give we me your want top... mustache, Kelsey, or let's get current? So let's Kelsey. get current. Let's get current. Okay. Okay. Let's get state trooper, Kelsey. Um... Him, him with some aviators and a mustache. That is, that is state trooper all over it. Oh baby! Oh yeah! There oh, which go. one do we like? Which oh, what's like with here? the jersey tug there? Let's let's see the jersey tug. My goodness! Oh, that's okay. so cute. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, that's the one. Is this go. the one? Put okay. him in. <laughs> oh, incredible! Uh, yeah, we all we all knew that it was gonna be Travis. Um, and Had then let's let's move along to our quarterback. Who do we got at QB? I am interested. This can go many different directions, uh, but who do we got at our quarterback? Jody, take it away. Uh, this is a tough tie. one too. It's it's a tie. Uh, no, you got to pick one. Oh. You got to pick one, and then you Joe can Burrow. then you can. It's Joe Burrow. It's Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Oh, Joe Cool, baby. Oh man. It was between Joe him. Cool. It was between him and Jalen Hurts, but it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 and you said between Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow just seems to have taken the internet by storm too right now. I mean, like, it's, it's tough. It's tough to argue with that. Jalen Hurts, I mean, that, that kudos to you for giving him luck. He, he can be, he can be your, your quarterback backup off the, uh, off the bench there. So we'll give him an honorable mention off the bench, uh, for, for Joe Burrow. Um, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Um, now I'm trying to see because I want to be able to play some bets based on our starting lineup that we have here. Uh, and it looks like, uh, I mean, like what we're going to do here is I'm, I'm going to at least place one with our boy, Jody, uh, Jody's pick here. No, this one right here. Yeah. What about, what about my bench? Yeah. Who are the, who are the, let's, let's pick two bench players. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's go with the bench. Let's go with the bench first. Okay. So give us, give us our two benches then. Okay. My two benches. Wait for wide receiver. For whoever. Oak. Oh, right? whoever. Yeah. I think it's you can do everything. Any. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Okay. Tyreek Hill. Oh, you got Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I oh. love Tyreek. I love Tyreek. Oh, yeah. Just a good look. Where did his neck go? Is this neck oh. guy or whatever? What was, the, what was his name? Neck guy. Big neck guy. <laughs> No, it's not. That's ridiculous. That neck has a neck. That is insane. (laughs) Get that picture off the screen. (laughs) Yo, but you got your man. You gotta stand by him no matter what. Oh man, you made it on the bench. (laughs) That is nuts. Oh, that's wow. I like the one of him smiling with his hair up down a bit. To the left, the very left. Oh, this one? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good Aww. one. That one's way better. Okay, okay, okay yeah. That's, that's, his neck that's, is still huge. Holy that's adorable. adorable. It's thick. He has a thick neck. Oh like... yeah. His neck is tick. All right. Who else is on your bench? Tell me it's tell me it's my boy. Tell me my boy made it. Who's your boy? Well, say his name and then I'll tell you. I don't know. I'm definitely not gonna say his name. Okay. Um, Tyler Higby. Yo, Tyler Higby. I mean, he is my boy because he's a he's a Ram. But yo, for tight end, was that close? Was that like was he rivaling rivaling uh, uh, yeah. Travis Kelsey? Yeah, he was. He's got he some. Uh, he's got some chicklets. I like it. <laughs> he's oh, so fine. That's not Tyler Higby. That's not him. That's not him. What? That's not him. Tyler he's Higby. He's white. Oh, Tyler Higby, Higby NFL. Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, who yeah. the hell That's... is this guy? He's got the same name. Oh, it's different spelling. Oh, yeah. Fuck I him. spelled it wrong. Yeah, let's, let's get a good pick of him. Yeah, he's my guy. Dude, he's a go. very, very underrated tight end. Too, so <laughs> he's like, who, who the hell is that? Oh, this guy. Look at his <laughs> hair. I yeah, love him. Look, he just got a haircut, though. He oh, did he? Yeah, it's very weird. weird. I like I'm, it with the hair, I'm though. On, yeah, yeah. I'm on got to a bit of a mop. When it comes to hair, I either love a good bald head or I love some, like, Jesus hair. Like, there's really no other. Like, come oh. on, dude. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, man. Love. That oh. guy's got the best look for me. He's, for sure. he's got, it, it, and man, yeah. he's got, like, he's got tats and stuff, too. He's, he's got, got a full Tarzan sleeve. Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> very, very Tarzany. <laughs> These Google pictures are like not giving. Like the Instagram, their Instagrams. Oh are like yeah, yeah, notch. for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's curated. Um, let's go. Yeah, okay. Let's let's do a couple more and then be able. Oh, you want to do a couple more? Do we'll do one more. Let me just do like one more from each. Like, one more from, from sure, 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 sure. One more yeah, from like... running backs and one more from um QB. Okay. Um, I have a heart beside Josh Jacobs. <laughs> Damn, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, okay, I'll take Josh Jacobs too. That's uh, he's he's just starting to find his footing over in uh, in Vegas as he had like a breakout season last year uh, with the most uh, most rushing yards, I believe it was, and uh, a bit of a slow start to the season this year, but now um, definitely finding the end zone a bit more. Uh, oh. Giving you a lot more fantasy value, but uh, yeah, I mean, you don't give a shit about that, just about as well. Is this a younger guy. Josh Jacobs? It kind of looks like it. Mm. Josh oh crop top. <laughs> yeah just crop top. yeah ev- everything is crop top <laughs> oh they're all crop tops man oh god you want to buy one you're interested <laughs> in purchasing one man. i think we did i think we oh is this to... who is I... this him Ooh. oh 
Damn. Is this him? This is this is a good one. That's the pick. That's okay. The pick. I ha- just full disclosure. I haven't been adding picks for the honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. No, we're just we're just bringing yeah. them up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, this is a good one though. All right. And well, then when- finally, yeah. my final, my final one, one, Josh Allen. Mm. So it was it was a tie between Joe oh, Burrow and Josh Allen. No, no, no. it's Jalen, it's Jalen Hurts, it's Jalen, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, get the fuck out of here, Josh Allen. Yeah, Jerry. oh jeez, it's, it's Jalen Hurts. Sorry, sorry. So no Jared Goff, eh? Jared Goff never made it. Didn't make um, the cut. No, I had the other ones, and I'll just like I'll just. Oh yeah, this this guy's an absolute stud. Oh, no, oh that's GQ right there. Like that's he was my tie. Like he is, he is above and beyond. He is above and beyond. <laughs> he's, a, he's above and beyond. But then, what makes you go Joe Burrow over Jalen Hurts? The I don't because there's something like very like I don't know his mysterious little, about Joe Cool about Joey little, Ice. His little his eyes are like are telling me, just telling me a whole tale. <laughs> <laughs> telling me a whole tale. I had oh, on my, my list. Goodness. I had Daniel Jones. I had Dak. I'll get the no. Get the fuck had, out of here with Daniel Jones. Ew. TJ Hawkinson, George Kittle, Dallas Schroeder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you like the you like the tight ends with the long hair. You got that thing with. Waddle, that's Jaylen also with Jalen Chris Olave. Chris Olave, yeah. Chris Olave. Yeah, yeah. Kenneth yeah. Walker the third. Sure. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Yeah, sure. My boy Cooper Cup never made it, did he? Oh, sorry. And Cooper Cup was on there for wide receivers, but yeah, CD and DK took him over. Yeah, Tyree, oh yeah, easy. Cooper, well, Cooper speaking of these, and Jody, I'm going to be placing these bets in your in your honor. But for down by two bets, uh, brought to you by Betstamp, uh, we are going to roll with a couple of your picks here that we have. Uh, and I'm go- I'm going to play some money in your behalf uh, on DK Metcalf to score a touchdown at plus 188 odds. Uh, yeah, so if he scores a TD uh, this weekend, I forget who they're playing um, against the Bengals. Ooh, that'll be spicy. We got we got the we got DK Metcalf versus Joe Burrow. You're gonna be so conflicted. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's a game you got to tune into. And then the next one I'm going to pick as well is CD Lamb to score a touchdown as well. Our boy CD. I mean, hopefully, um, hopefully Dak Prescott can find him in the end zone plus 135 to score that touchdown. That's Monday Night Football against the Chargers, which hopefully Austin Eckler will be uh, back from injury as well and playing that game. So that could be CD Lamb against Austin Eckler, another game you might need to watch on a Monday night. Uh, but one more time, um, Jody McDonald. Jody, thank you so much for joining us on the show um it was an absolute pleasure an absolute delight let's cheers to this to the first time jumping on the show and breaking it all down for us um you're a stud you're a stud thank you so much uh for for doing this with us cheers can we take a look at the whole roster yeah i was gonna say how do i upload a photo i've been trying to figure this out just turn the screen on here. I <laughs> was messing up. Me chasing my vodka with wine. <sighs> there it is. We're gonna oh, be posting this to. I'm so proud how do I my... make this bigger? We're posting this to socials, so you'll be able to. Oh, dude! <laughs> like, come yeah, on! Like, is this your it. calendar? My goodness! Wow! Wow! I did such a good job. <laughs> you you sure it. as hell did. 
Oh, that's that amazing. The fantasy team if I've ever seen one. This is in my yes. fantasy, my wildest Yes, fantasy. there it is, the fantasy lineup. Uh, but one more time for Josh Elijah, Birdman, Jody McDonald. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Can't wait to hang with you again soon. And thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good shit on every platform that you listen to your podcasts and find us on YouTube as well. But we'll catch you next week as we're going to be breaking down um, the first week of the NHL regular season as well. Lots of uh, exciting stuff coming in down the pipe. I'm still trying to catch my breath after that mouse shot. But thank you guys so much. Talk to you all later. Have yourselves a great week. Peace. Cheers. Bye. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.